This episode of Hotep's Been Told You is brought to you by Soul Deep Socks. Soul Deep Socks offer high-quality, soft footwear for men and women. Choose from over two different styles and designs. Be quick, because they're never restocked their socks. Once they're sold, they're gone. If you want to make sure you're not behind on the latest styles, join their Soul Club memberships, where you'll get two pairs of socks delivered to your doorstep every month. Use promo code HBTY at checkout for 10% off your order. Soul Deep Socks. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I need that drop, 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 drop. Hotep Jesus, you need to admit that. Stop being racist. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you. We laugh. What's good, people? Uh, happy pre-Thanksgiving. You know, you know, our yearly thing. We 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 do the day before Thanksgiving. You know, everybody got to eat their turkey. We want to disturb y'all for eating your turkey, your ham, ox, and all that. This Hotep's been told you, episode seventy-five. I am Uncle Hotep. He is Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus, what's going on with you, man? What's good, y'all? I like this new, uh, looks like YouTube updated, up, updated their studio here. I see uh, a lot of people in chat, but I only see three likes. I see $10, so we appreciate that. Robert Grafton and John Limley, as always. Appreciate you, John. Hope things are going well in school. Smash the like button. Please smash the like button if you're listening. If you can't see the chat, it's because you were here beforehand. You got to refresh so you can see the chat. Um... Well, smash the like button, smash the like button so we can rank up. We need y'all to smash the like button. But uh, yeah, nah, man, just been relaxing, getting ready for uh, you know the holidays, man. What's your, what's your, what are you looking forward to eating eating tomorrow? What's the first thing you gonna put on your plate, man? Oh, the first thing, I need some fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I need some macaroni and cheese. I need some candy yams. I need some sweet potato pie with a dollop of, of vanilla ice cream. Some plantain. Some rice and peas. Hopefully we get us some oxtails. If we get some oxtails, that'll be that'll be litty. I had some oxtails the other week. But that's what I'm hoping for. What you looking for? The mac and cheese, definitely. You know, I remember uh, my uncle had uh, had married a Jamaican woman, and uh, you know, she, one one time Thanksgiving we went over there, and she had them oxtails, boy. I tore them up, boy. Yeah, the oxtails, <laughs> it's the truth, though. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I'm I'm, I'm ados. You know, what I'm saying, I, I, cats wasn't eating oxtail. I never, I never had it until you know, what I mean, um, you island niggas can start coming over. And start <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all hit those so. Yeah, if we got four legs, is getting on the dinner plate. <laughs> Goat, ox, ain't nothing safe. <laughs> when, the, when the Caribbean got colonized, they got colonized. I tell you that. 
I promise you that. Grandma in there now chefing up that potato salad. I know that potato salad gonna be smacking. I'm always here for I'm always here for a good potato salad. Yeah. Are, are, are you gonna be woke tomorrow? Or are you are you, are you gonna let people live tomorrow? You know what I mean? It, you know the woke. It's it's you know it's always funny. Like you know the black you know um, way of celebrating these holidays. Oh, we just gonna get together and eat for the family and shit like that. Damn God, damn them the pilgrims. Damn them. <laughs> now. I don't know what y'all gonna get tomorrow. <laughs> All I can promise you is, don't be surprised if I come with the iron fist because I don't like Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving for the food and the family, but that's indigenous genocide day. That's the that's the day that our ancestors saw the white man hit the eastern coast shore. <laughs> we re we reached out our hands full of food, full of oxtails, <laughs> and the white man slaughtered us with disease and machetes. After we helped them and taught them how to grow the corn, so I don't like this holiday at all. So it depends on how I'm feeling in the morning. If I'm feeling a little cranky. I'm letting the timeline have it. <laughs> Fuck your holiday. <laughs> I can almost see it coming. <laughs> I know if I open that app and you, you talk that shit, I'll be like, oh, he on his bullshit today, man. Y'all buckle up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nobody's safe either. White, black, nobody's safe because... I find when I do that stuff, black people be the main ones in my mentions getting mad. You know what I mean? Because I'm coming with that we with the natives talk. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not coming with the, you know, what y'all did to the Indians. Nah, I'm coming with the, nah, I need my reparations. Because <laughs> we was the natives. You feel me? <laughs> well, anyway, I hope everybody in the chat... Um... Uh, thanks for uh, two super chats, um, Grafton and Lemley. Really appreciate it. Hope yeah, have a good Thanksgiving tomorrow. Word, yeah. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, y'all. You know what I mean. Um, don't be, don't be hotel Jesus at the at the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So enjoy yourselves. Um, let's get to it. Um, Blaze it, yo. Listen. Yeah, you hosting these Brexit debates back to back, chief moderator. That's one of, another one of the many names, the many hats that goes <laughs> to Hotep Jesus. Now you're chief moderator. <laughs> you hosted two uh, Blexits. I didn't watch the girl one, but I watch. I think I got an hour, fifteen minutes into um, Bryson versus uh, Shaka. Shaka, yeah. And you know that caused quite a bit of stir on the on the. Um, what do you think about that first hour you saw? You know, I, I didn't. You know, I thought Bryson had was all right, and, you know, but he started slipping. You know what I mean? And like, like I don't think neither was making like really good, you know, salient points. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, I came in there. Because everybody was getting on him for it was just about where the part where 
he didn't give a fuck about Marcus Garvey and all them niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but what I think, I don't think he just he didn't articulate his point well. You know, um, is that happening today? Yeah. You know, I, I bet you if I asked my nephew about Marcus Garvey, he'd be like, who? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they're going to give me. Yeah. Whose fault is that? You know, that's our fault. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got to do a better job of communicating um, people in, in our culture, in our, in our lineage, you know, that was instrumental, like Booker T. Washington and all that, you know? So, I mean, it didn't surprise me that they don't care about Marcus and all that, you know? Um, like when I came up, you know, there was a resurgence in Malcolm X because of the movie. You know, I came up in, I was in high school in the 90s, early 90s. That's when Spike came out in the movie. You know, they know everybody had them X hats and everybody was digging deep. And you know what I mean? But that's what we need. You can't, ex we can't expect them people to be like really on Garvey if we don't give them nothing. Right. Where's the Garvey movie? Where's right. the Booker T movie? Movies would help a lot with that. You know, we're going to see if, the, if they didn't fuck up the, Mar the Harriet Tubman thing, they would have been really on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think, I think it, it that first hour it exposed what it, it exposed something we have wrong in our culture and Adolf's culture. I think. But it was cool. To, I, what what did you think about? It? Uh. Well. <sighs> the two names were John Henry Clark and she got the Diop. Right, John Henry Clark. That's right. Yeah, John Henry Clark, and uh, you know, like you said, you know, it, it was really hard to pick a winner. I felt that Bryson's just a better arguer and debater than Shaka is. I felt like Shaka actually had points, and Bryson was just playing defense the whole time. You know, um, but uh, when Bryson said he didn't care. And then he continued his tirade on Twitter and said, oh, you know, I studied Malcolm X. I studied Martin Luther King Jr. It's just like, yo, that's February black history. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. February 1st. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's February 1st history, you know. And John Henry Clark and, and Diop. Are the names like he said like he's right yeah you say these names in the community nobody will know who they are but that's exactly why it's important for us to care he said he didn't care about those names but that's exactly why it's important for us to care about those names because there's a lot of history lost when we're dealing with these two names you right. know so when we think about black history you could tell that uh bryson's black history basically starts at slavery you know he he even went with the whole talking point Africa sold to slaves, you know, <laughs> which is like not even true, <laughs> right? It's like partly true, but that's not the whole story. You feel me? Right. As I said on Rogan, they took slaves because there were people here already. Only 5% of those slaves came over on slave ships from Africa. So what about the other 95% that they stole from the Caribbean, South and North Americas? So you can tell his his historical knowledge is uh, limited. And it's exactly why you have to study 
John Henry Clark and Diop, because when you listen to them, you start to realize quickly that black history doesn't start at slavery. It starts way before that. And if you don't follow these guys' teachings, you would never know about our contributions to Greece and Greek culture. You know, uh, you would never, I mean, the, the amount of uh, information that could be lost in that two hour debate between John Henry Clark and uh, our fate, our great ally, Mary Leftowitz, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's a huge debate in black culture. And to say, you don't care about that stuff, you know, is uh, really weird. And then him and uh, Brandon Tatum took the IG to talk shit about me. That was cute. You know, I, I expect nothing less of Blexit people. Um, but, uh, you know, they said, oh, Ben Carson over Marcus Garvey. <laughs> Just like, that's what y'all doing now? Y'all like pitting black men against each other? <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. See, this is another thing where I think what they said didn't come out right, but I understand what you're trying to say. You know, in, in all honesty, like, Carson should be Obama. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But the history ain't going to play out that way. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we got to be careful of, you know, because, you know, we have other people in history that got swept under the rug. They're mm-hmm. trying to say that Carson has been swept under the rug, which is true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exact. That's really true. Yeah. But they just, but they don't make the disconnect because they don't really go back into you know, history and stuff like that. But, you know, we got to put them on. But listen, like, John Henry Clark, I didn't really uh, know about him until, like, I guess, like, four, three or four years ago okay. when I was following you. Yeah. Something you put me on, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, and I'm, you know, I've been, I'm old, you know what I'm saying? So, I like, some of them cats, I don't really, if they don't, if, we, if they don't get exposed to it, I, I don't see how they're going to look, going to find out, you yeah. know, um, now, do we have an obligation to yourself to look it up? Yeah, because I did that myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, once I, I I heard y'all talk about him, I was like, well, well, let me find out what this motherfucker talking about. So I looked up his videos myself and listened and shit. I was like, damn, this motherfucker was talking that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I, I understand what I understand what they were trying to uh, talk trying about. to say. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, I, and another thing about Garvey, though, is, like, to be all honesty, like, only the Hoteps are going to be, like, super pre- super on the Garvey tip because right. we would the Hoteps would have been the only people that would have left. You know what I'm saying? Most people didn't want to leave, you know what right. I mean, if, we, if we're going to be honest with it. You know, yeah. the idea is good, but the mentality of that time and even today is, like, Hell no! Like, I mean, I understand. I kind of understand that, but I mean, we know how to put shit together. I mean, when I think about Garvey, I think about the man who exposed the NAACP. Okay, I got you. You know, I didn't even think Africa and UNIA and back to Africa. We could do all that, you know what I mean? But that's like more of like the common things that people know about Garvey. Some of the uncommon things you know about Garvey is his fight with NWCP and how the NWCP and blacks work to get him locked up and extradited. Right. So yeah. as somebody who's in as a part of Blexit, it's important for you to know that history because it's drawing parallels with the black left. You can see how the black left treats black males who try to do something for black people. 
So when you dismiss Garvey, you basically dismissing a conservative. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's really bad when you dismissing the whole entire conservative uh, when he went through, you know, struggles in 1913. This is 1913 before Ben Carson was even thought of, you know. Yeah. Uh, Shorty said uh, Mark, Marcus Garvey walked so Ben Carson could run. And that's wholly true. You know, um, Garvey was uh, exemplified black power, if you want to call it that. You know, uh, but to say you don't care about these people is much, much different than just saying, I don't know about them. Let me brush up on them. You know, if you bring up a name and you say, hey, check out this black scholar and I don't know about him. I'm going to just write down the name. And like you said, go do my due diligence. Imagine being black and not knowing who Khalid Muhammad is. Yeah, that's he's got a little bit of immaturity in him. You know, the immaturity in him made him say, like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? When if he was a little bit more sure, he'd be like, I'm gonna get back to you on it. Right. His 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 immaturity showed, and that's why I said I trust Shaka with the kids more, because at least Shaka's gonna hit the kids with some knowledge and then the kids could do whatever they want with the knowledge, but it seemed like Bryson really don't got nothing to teach nobody. He's just a kid himself. But imagine being black and not knowing who Khalid Muhammad is. Imagine that. Imagine walking this earth in America and not knowing who Khalid Muhammad is. Huh? Could you imagine that? What's that like? Like, are you even a full ADOS if you don't know who Khalid Muhammad is? Well. <laughs> Those were different times back then, man. That's crazy. It was way different. That was only the 90s, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It might as well have been the 60s. The shit he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So I pulled up the Khalid Muhammad um, Donahue a couple of weeks ago and um, played it for my daughter. She was having a ball with that. She was laughing her ass off. Cause you know he he entertains, but his demeanor, you know how he handles being in that spotlight. Some of the things he said, his rebuttals, his retorts. You know he's definitely a little bit radical. But imagine not knowing that he organized over you know I want to say ten thousand black men in New York City had the original Million Man March. You know they, you know Million Man March they give credit to Farrakhan, but the original Million Man March is Khalid Muhammad. And then they told him he couldn't have it. So he ended up having something smaller in New York. And he went to blows with NYPD in 91. Imagine walking this earth and not knowing about that type of black power. You know what I mean? Like you don't know your history. And it's a whole, it's a whole side of black male masculinity history that is um, masked in favor of more effeminate types or softer types, or Ben Carson MLK types. See, Ben Carson's a clean dude. He's not really going to get out of line. He's not going to talk too much black empowerment. But they're never going to show you the dudes that's talking about black empowerment. And I'm not saying don't listen to Ben Carson, but you got to always get both sides. Otherwise, you're not a holistic black man in America. You're not a man in America, unless you know about both sides. You know what I mean? It's like... It's like... Uh, Having Anderson Cooper with no Joe, Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you need both sides. 
So, you know, I just felt like uh, the debate was a complete waste of my time. <laughs> I really felt like it was a waste of my time. I was really, um, it was hard to get through those two and a half hours of listening to them going back and forth, talk about like absolutely nothing. It wasn't bad. That first hour and a half, it wasn't bad watch. You know, it wasn't bad. It was entertaining. The first hour wasn't bad. I think it's, it, after a while, it got redundant. Right. You know, because um, the first hour was kind of funny. There was some shots thrown and they were still settling into their positions. But that second hour was just like, and then that last half hour with Bryson talking about he didn't care. I was just like, all right, it's time to wrap this up <laughs> for, for the white folks see this. <laughs> <laughs> for the kids see this when they say they don't care about scholars, you know what I mean? Like, I would never say I don't care about Hippocrates or Democritus or, or, or Plato or Socrates. I would never say I don't care about these people. I care about all these scholars. You know, even a left wing scholar, I would never say I don't care. They could be on a complete anterior side of me. And I would still say, yo, I want to study it because I need to study to see how they moving out here. Like you might have to study like I studied uh, Marxism directly from Karl Marx. I don't like Marx, but I do care enough to study. You know what I'm saying? You got to study the, the, the enemy's agenda. I even study, you know, some Ta-Nehisi Coates or whatever his name is. I read some of his stuff every once in a while just to brush up on how these weak Negroes think. You know what I mean? But hold you on, need all of that. Hold on, hold on. But wasn't uh, another one of his points, like the major point was people, black kids of the day ain't going to listen to any of that. They don't care about they They listen to the rappers. Right. What rapper did he bring up? I thought I can't remember. I thought it was, it was something like off the wall. Like I thought of Rihanna or something. It was Cardi B or something like that. Yeah, yeah. he said they, they more into tune to what Cardi B is saying than what you know, um, uh, you know, yeah. people. Yeah, and he said that on Twitter, and he said, "Well, look at the streams versus the Amazon book sales." Right, that's what he was saying. You know, and I'm just like, "Well, you could do that across all genres and all races. Like, reading is rare, no matter what race you are. <laughs> you know, like motherfuckers don't read. <laughs> that's just white or black." You know, so I thought that was an unfair comparison. But to say that the kids don't care is wholly false. As somebody who, um, you know, I used to live in this little uh, apartment complex and we lived in the back. And you know anything about living in the back of a black apartment complex. That's where all the shit go down. So uh, I got cool with some of the kids in the neighborhood. Some of them was gang members, but we always back there. We would play ball, you know play ball you got to play with everybody you know right right and i was on my hotel shit and i remember numerous times where i would be back there preaching and the kids would stop and listen and ask questions i think it's adults that don't want to listen i think the kids when i at least when i start talking the kids ears be propped up yeah. they're like yo what he say because it's different i feel like the kids absorb it more and observe it better and, and 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 want it more than some of the adults. Adults, you know, they say you can't teach the old dog new tricks. But, you know, even when I'm with the homies, man, and we talking, you know, the homies be hitting me up. Yo, I seen something happen with Donald Trump. Yo, break it down for me, bro. Come on, big bro. So 
the streets are in tune. They might not be going to look for the information, but I don't think that's a matter of they don't care about the information. I think that's a matter of discipline. Discipline is really hard to cultivate. Not too many people have discipline, but I do think they care about our history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, they care. They definitely care. Yeah. We said a lot, man. Well, first, I got to say, uh, rest in peace, Dr. Khalid. Um, I want to get it on record. Somebody killed him, man. They must have used that um, that heart attack gun. That's why I think they did, they did it. Yeah, they got him. He was in too good a shape, man. That man, he was in impeccable shape, man. Yeah, yeah. There was there was nothing wrong with Khalid, and they said they got him with some sort of heart. I think they said it's some heart problem or something. And they got him in the hospital. Yeah, they definitely got him with the heart attack gun. Um, I'm rocking with that. Absolutely. My daughter asked me what happened to him. I was like, they get murdered him and shit. You know, I just, you know, we ain't even looking that up on Google. Fuck what Google said. <laughs> <laughs> they killed, they killed him. Okay. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do with all the strong black leaders. Yeah. Rest in peace. Nip. So, uh, any more debates or are we, are we done? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm done for this week. Um, I'm debated out. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll moderate something next week, you know. Um, but I ain't not this week. I'm gonna enjoy my time with the fam doing this uh Thanksgiving thing. Chat said Hotep Jesus naming his turkey Dikembe. <laughs> Quiet Brian said amount of blocks tomorrow plus or minus 3k. <laughs> You're blocking people crazy tomorrow, man. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna have to see on my mood, man. Depends on how I roll out the bed. Okay. Um, there was a poll out there. Black Trump support thirty four percent. So is Blexit working? <laughs> They're producing. Listen, if if that number is true, man, that white man, yo, that white man better pay pay them folks. Bryson and them deserve checks. <laughs> it's time to cut the check. It's time to cut the check. Yeah. Get a bigger hat. <laughs> Yeah, them numbers is lies, though. <laughs> That's cat. <laughs> they said 34% of the black community? Where? Black community where? They must have took that poll at a Blexit rally. I don't know, man. That's, so that means basically 70% against, which I can see. You know, are, are we going... You know, because there's a lot of you know them Nigerians, you know what I mean. There's a lot for a lot of African immigrants, and they don't think they be like, man, fuck it, we getting that check, we getting that money. They rock out with Trump. <laughs> African immigrants, rock. there's a lot of them now, man. I All right, you talking? You, you, to see where you know the African immigrants that are coming over here, you know, because they're starting to have kids and stuff. They're having a bigger influence. You know, that's why you see Hollywood start to. Um, showcase them with that that one show they're all mad about because they can see they're starting to have they're starting, they're going to be a bigger influence but they're such a small minority and 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 that's not ados ados hates trump i, I know before but they're going to be forced to go with them because they're like because they, they hate everybody they're <laughs> i'm telling you the streets not fucking with trump the streets not fucker. I'd I'd be talking to Nick. I'd be talking to the homies. I talk to the homies, dog, and all of them. When I say all of them, all of them are like, "Yo, B, you crazy for supporting Trump?" 
B, you crazy. Yo, you got to call me and explain this shit, dog. <laughs> That's the consensus in the hood. I haven't run across not a single black person who has come out and said, yo, I'm rocking with Trump. I haven't met one. I've met a bunch who have said, yo, I don't trust nobody. I don't trust the left or the right. You know, like my homie Rado will say that. He like, yo, I don't really care, really. It's a bunch of that going around. But to say they support Trump, 34% of the ADOS community, those is cat numbers, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 those are the same polls that said Hillary was going to win by a landslide. Emerson and Rasputin or, or Rasmussen or whatever the fuck these polls is called. That's the same polls that said Hillary's going to win by a landslide. Now we supposed to believe them. How, Sway? And then they tweeting Candace Owens talking about, yeah, we got this one. <laughs> How the poll tweet, tweeting Candace Owens saying, yeah, we the only one that had Trump close in the last poll. So you know these numbers is fudge, dog. I don't know, man. And to the working man, I don't know, man. The people that work in the warehouses and shit like that, man. Yeah. I think they rock with them. The people working them foundries, them steel foundries and shit. Yeah. And when they noticed that check, they started getting more money in that check. Yeah. It's oh. only one black man for every one of uh, 100 Spanish people working in a foundry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one black Republican. <laughs> Them jobs don't go to black man. <laughs> Jose got that job. <laughs> <laughs> working class working class for ADOS is on the block oh man don't say that man <laughs> I ain't never met no black man that worked in a factory oh come on man I got one right, right up the street listen I used to rent a room to a guy who uh, works up at the foundry he used to eat look you guys understand man you live in PA that don't count <laughs> <laughs> That's Trump country. <laughs> <laughs> PA is like, uh, that shit's like Narnia. <laughs> Say, if you cross that border, shit just different. The air smell different. The people walk different. They talk different. They move a little bit slower. Y'all like the country version of New York. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Yeah, that's though, but um, like once you go a little bit towards Lancaster County, that's all Trump out there. Just flags. <laughs> Probably on the Dan Rose sign. <laughs> so that white man better pay them if their numbers are even close to being that. <laughs> he not, though. Charlie ain't cutting that shit. <laughs> He got two overseers, and that's the only people getting cut. You see, bitch ass Charlie about Chick fil A, man. Yeah, he was. I got to read the tweet because that was just pitiful. <laughs> that was just pitiful, dog. This is the. He turned into the left, dog. He went full snowflake. Where is it? The fact that he even hyped his intern up. To, to type this into his Twitter account is terrible. 
It says Chick-fil-A betrayed us. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Chick-fil-A betrayed us. <laughs> Yo. We stood by them for years during every attack and controversy. Despite this, they announced they would no longer support Christian organizations. Even worse has come out, they support the SPLC. No more Chick-fil-A ever. <laughs> What's up with your boy, yo? Oh, I can't fuck with him, man. <laughs> I can't fuck with him. People are talking about Chick-fil-A like that, like they betrayed us. They wasn't doing it for y'all. <laughs> Why do these people think that? They wasn't doing it for us. They was doing it for themselves. Then the founder croaked, and now it's all over. Dog, let it go. When did the Chick Fil A founder die? I think early this year, right? Oh, oh, I don't know. Or was it twenty seventeen? Kathy died in twenty fourteen. Yeah, that shit been sailed, dog. The values, them values is in the grave with, with Miss, uh, with uh, Truett Cathy, Samuel Truett Cathy, Mister Samuel Truett Cathy. The values are dead, dog. It's a corporation, man. They sell chicken. <laughs> Matter of fact, next time y'all buy Chick Fil A, I want y'all to at Charlie Kirk. I want you to take a picture. Of your of your Chick Fil A box sandwich cup, take a picture and tell Charlie, "Fuck you." This chicken tastes good. Uh, Chad, uh, happy Blocksgiving. <laughs> Shaquem Covington, peace to all the hoteps. Thank you, Black Mountain Hotep. I'm on the job, so I'm have y'all in my ear. Respect to the gods. Shout out to Black Mountain Hotep on the on the on the on the grunt on the grind. Black Mountain Hotel, what's up? You gonna get in these debates, dog? We gonna find you an opponent, man. What's up? You down? You got a computer? Set something up for next week, man. Set up one of these Blexit punks. So to combat the 34% that are going to Trump, Joe Biden had to sit down with the, the great young Jeezy. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. <laughs> The snowman. The snowman. Yo, <laughs> I tweeted, I don't know who sold more dope, Joe Biden or, 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 or young Jeezy. They were, they were calling him Snow Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His son just got caught doing crack off a stripper's ass or something. Oh, he was naked or some shit? Like, well, that was true? Yeah, I think it's true. I, I didn't. <laughs> I don't go for it's true. Now we're gonna act like it's true. That's how propaganda works. I think this whole Jeezy thing is Jay Z's doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jeezy. Uh, I mean, Jay Z lended his arm, lended a hand to Hillary last election, right? And it's actually. Uh, a mutual understanding it's a mutual economic benefit where uh the political currency or social currency for biden increases 
And so was the Jeezy. Jeezy's name gets brought up a little bit more. You're sitting down with politicians now. Your prestige rises. You're you're sitting down with the Atlanta mayor in Atlanta. You, you looks like you look like you're doing important things. You're not, but it looks like you are. You know, but this is Jeezy's you know thing. Like, look over here. Get your reparations check from Joe. You know what I mean? Act important, and um, you know, let's 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 chill for the left real quick. Yeah, sit down with Hillary too, man. Jeezy trying to raise his um his status, man. Got him a nice Korean uh, Asian woman. Does he? Yeah, man. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> like she's she's on some TV show. Like it's like the Black View. You know what I mean? You know that. That bootleg view they got. It's the Asian girl on that show. Oh, that's his girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. She oh, wants a baby okay. and everything. Yeah, she wants. <laughs> she wants Jesus to put a baby up there. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to secure the bag. <laughs> Yo, nobody's know how to secure that bag like an Asian woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got that shit down pat. Yeah, I it. This is uh, another political game using rappers to uh, sway political opinion. Useful idiots, as uh, many propagandists would call it. What do you think about this whole thing, man? Joe trying to hang on, man. Trying to hang on? Trying to hang on. Because he has the black vote. If he can get it to like... When they go down the, down south or whatever is it super I don't know what super Tuesday or some shit like that. When he, if he can get him to down if he can if Biden can be close to the top when they go to South Carolina and all that shit, he might come away with the nomination. But uh, he has to get there because he's struggling right now. Ah, uh, he's struggling, huh? Who's on his ass? Elizabeth still? Yeah, and you know, shit, and you know, Bloomberg is coming. Bloomberg got that money. You better watch out, man. They better watch out. He got that money, though. So he's better watch his way in, in. You know what I'm saying? That's not the only thing he got. <laughs> <laughs> he got another card up his sleeves. Redacted card. He got that redacted card. <laughs> <laughs> he played that card. He might be the one. Trump might be in trouble. He made the nomination. <laughs> no, I, I think they're trying to still rig it for Trump, man. So that, that's what maybe they put Bloomberg in there. But Bloomberg, he crazy, man. That's a crazy motherfucker. I know he ran, he ran New York three 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 times. He changed the rules so he could be mayor for a third term. That's the type of shit he was doing. <laughs> You can do that when you're above criticism. <laughs> you can do that when you're redacted. <laughs> I was like, he he came, he, he went to Republican, then he then he went to independent. I'm like, how? <laughs> he got that Berg privilege, dog. He got that Berg privilege. You'd love to see it. What happened? Wait, then something happened involving race this week. With who? 
It wasn't the N word. Somebody was saying. But Buttigieg? Yeah, was it Buttigieg? Was it Buttigieg? He said something. Well, that root writer said um, Peter Buttigieg is a lying mf'er because okay. Buttigieg said a lot of times in the hood is the problem is they have they don't have anybody to look up to. Mm. There's no role models and shit like that. He basically gave the pound cake speech. <laughs> <laughs> He said the same shit Cosby said. <laughs> <laughs> That's political oh, correctness. <laughs> respectability politics. Yeah, basically respectability. Like, yeah, he, he basically said that. Even though these are the same shines and say we need black teachers, you know, to teach these black children so they can look up to see somebody who made it. Right. Buddha just said the same goddamn thing. Oh, here they come, man. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't mind it because I, can, I can't stand people. Like, <laughs> no wonder he can't get any of the black food. He's too simple to fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, you know, that's the thing that the state relies on. I've been watching, I've been reading Rothbard. Um, Chad got me reading this Rothbard dude. And, uh, you know, he, he corroborates with that point. Where uh, you know you basically need idiots to keep this shit rolling. You know, the state requires the majority, and if the majority is stupid, then you only need to cater to stupid people. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, Obama said uh, they called Obama conservative, man. See, and this is the, this is the. Uh, emergence of the obama card being played you know it doesn't exactly because they mentioned biden i think within like the first paragraph or something like that yeah so they're starting to warm everybody up to obama so i guess they're getting ready to pull the obama card out it's almost time now jeezy came out obama came out they pulling out all stops yeah it's getting serious now because obama said if sanders gets it he gonna fight sanders i'm like damn man <laughs> he protected this Wall Street. Yo, Wall Street was like, yo, yo, Barry, <laughs> you better do something, goddammit. <laughs> you ain't done yet, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> vacation is over. Obama said, Michelle, get up. <laughs> you might you might need you to run. <laughs> Work on some essays and speeches. They might play the Michelle card too if it get if they play the Michelle card, you know it's ugly out here. But I think they want another Trump for years, so they won't play that because Michelle's the only one that could win. Michelle comes, she that'll be it. Yeah. I'm vote. Right, Michelle come, I'm vote. <laughs> I'm vote Michelle. Yeah, my, my mom will come up with a gun in my head like <laughs> you better not vote goddamn Trump. <laughs> my mom will submit my vote for me before I even get a hold of it. <laughs> I sent in an early ballot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yo, but that wasn't the racist tweet that happened this week. Man. Oh, forget about it. It'll come to me. Was it about black or white people? Or, I mean, it was a politician has said something. And people were calling it racist. Was it Jeannie? Mo nah. I'm trying to see if the comments, the people in the comments, it's all right. Never mind. It'll come to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, 
Did you see uh, Kanye had his opera came out? Man. Wait, wait, hold on. I got one more point on the conservative thing. Obama, Obama um, being called conservative is very much uh, the Overton window shift. You know, they're trying to rename what conservative is. They even quoted in the article, uh, it says here, Obama's approach to politics was marked by uh, circumspe uh, circumspection that went even deeper than policies. To be conservative, as philosopher Michael Oakeshott, a movement hero, notice how they call him a movement hero. <laughs> you got to watch this media and how to use their words. Because they do is they like to frame things before they prevent, present quote unquote facts. So it says once put, it is to prefer, this is the definition of conservative now. It is to prefer the familiar to the unknown, to prefer the tried to the untried, fact to mystery, the actual to the possible, the limited to the unbounded, the near to the distant, the sufficient to the superabundant, the convenient to the perfect, the convenient to the perfect. You see how they slipped this shit in there? <laughs> Present laughter to utopian bliss. So they're trying to change what exactly conservative is so that people like Charlie Kirk fit neatly into it. Right. And people to the right of Charlie Kirk are considered radical and right wing. Right. And they're using Barry to do this. And you read the article, it's just like point after point just made him see more and more left, <laughs> more and more liberal, you know? Um, so, you know, they try like like the, they try to conflate his deal with flip flopping on the gay thing as being a conservative liberal thing. Now, it's more like a traditional man thing like that kind of goes beyond politics. You know, that's right. religious, too. You know what I mean? But, you know, they try to use that as an example of him going from liberal and, and, or having conservative beliefs because he doesn't want gay people in the bathrooms. I don't know. Whatever. Um so yeah, I you know I just uh I see the play that they're trying here and they're basically trying to redefine what conservative is. So people like um Brandon Tatum fit more closely into that box. Yeah, it also was a shot because he was telling the Democratic Party, hey, you guys are going too far left. You know what I mean? So I think they had to, to um position Obama somewhere. So these leftists don't feel bad about it. Well, they were like, "Oh, Obama wasn't all that anyway. He was deep down, he was an undercover conservative. That's what they. That's what you know. What I mean, so they can be all right with their far left policy. It probably works for both ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah you know what I'm saying? These white folks are smart, man. Oh yeah. I tell these people, man, they got this shit all planned out, man. Yeah, they 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 do left and right. They circle your ass. <laughs> can I clear my name really quick? Go ahead. That just reminded me of something. I following the blessed debate, Bryson went and spoke to uh, Brandon Tatum on their Instagram, and they had some choice words about me. But Brandon Tatum said last year I was talking to Joel Patrick, uh, and I was telling, I was trying to convince Joel Patrick and the rest of the people there that I was Jesus. <laughs> Did you have any? Were you drinking that white man liquor? Or <laughs> 
So I had to think back real hard to that conversation. I definitely remember that conversation, right? And the conversation went like this. Joe Patrick pulls me aside and Joe Patrick goes, um, you know, I have a problem with you. You know, he talks with that funny voice. I have a problem with you. He talks like Urkel. I have that problem with you. I'm like, what's up, yo? He was like, your name is Hotep Jesus. I don't like that, that you use the Lord's name in vain like that. And my exact response was, I don't give a fuck. When I said that, Brandon Tatum got a little scared because, you know, he wrangled us together. So I think he thought like this was going to like spiral out of control. So he came over to like mitigate and like cool things down. But when I say I don't give a fuck in my Jersey accent, it seems more violent than what I really mean. That's just how we talk. But that's where the conversation pretty much ended. I didn't even get into explaining my name to him or anybody else. I don't remember telling anybody on that trip that I was Jesus. I remember him saying he had a problem with me calling of Hotep Jesus. And I told him, I don't give a fuck. And that's when Brandon Tatum, oh, whoa, wait, what are y'all talking about over here? Da, 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 and try to like, you know, steer the conversation in another direction. Right. But I do remember Leo Dunson being there. Brandon Tatum being a part of this conversation and Charlie and um, Joe Patrick being a part of this conversation. And uh, I was really trying to move into the space of uh, the origins of Jesus, as you know, Hotep's believe it is. And uh, I don't think that obviously, you know, being the Christians, they were they weren't ready for that type of conversation. So they conflated that with me. So Brandon lied on me and said, I told everybody I was Jesus. So now going forward. Um, what's today? November 27th. Starting November 27th, I'm Jesus. I said it. I said it here now. You motherfuckers gonna have to deal with it. I am the new Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for the revelation. <laughs> Y'all had these deep conversations, man. God, the TPOs, that shit was fucking... So much shit came from that fucking those two nights, man. The yeah, the two nights was epic, dog. <laughs> it was epic. Me and Amazing Lucas, you know, amazing. When I was first there, we was at that first meeting, and, and Candace started talking. Amazing Lucas was like, "Nah, you a scammer, yo." <laughs> he was like, "What about the website? You was doxing kids." <laughs> We was like, hold up, Lucas, hold up. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, even me, I was like, yo, Lucas, chill out. Like, let her finish this speech. Let her do her thing. Like, you know what I mean? So later on that night, you know, um, I was trying to get the bag. And he was fucking up the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get to the dinner. You know what I'm <laughs> So that night, um me amazing lucas and another uh individual who i won't say uh say their name we were all talking it was about two three o'clock in the morning after we came back from the club and um i was putting them hip i was like lucas don't say nothing just lay low in this ybls shit eat off this shit all you can and then bounce when it don't serve you no more you know what i mean so he did it as long as he could but he was just really disgusted by how the operation. He was. He was. The, he was the only rebellious person. I was there like this. Like, I hope these niggas don't find out. I hope these niggas don't find out. 
punches niggas on wild out. <laughs> so, so when he started blowing up the yeah. <laughs> Like, I hope they don't look at my old videos. <laughs> <laughs> so when me the movie fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get all I could eat real quick. You know what But when he started blowing up the spot, I was just like, "Yo, chill. Let let Candace just say her piece. Like, you know what I mean? Let her. Because my thing was this." If you came to this black secret shit and didn't know this was uh, specifically designed to use us to get votes for the RNC, you stupid. You, right. you, you knew that what this was about. This wasn't nothing to do with the black community just because you see black faces here. So, but yeah, I just wanted to clear that up and give some people context on what happened that weekend. But I don't remember telling people I was Jesus. But now you know I'm Jesus, the anointed. Speaking of Jesus, Jesus, Kanye had an opera. Yo, man, that shit was fire, man. You watch it? Yeah. I don't know what I was watching, but, <laughs> you know, it was um some real classy shit. Yeah. You know, some, some Broadway musical uh, narrator, you know, I don't know what, what kind of art that was, but. It was put together really well. He was taking um, I remember one of them was like this the instrumental from Wolves. So he's taking music from other projects and putting it with this <laughs> biblical story of King Nebuchadnezzar. I thought it was awesome. You know, it was a real good body of work, man. It's something that his peers can't say they ever did. No. And I was making this point the other night. I said, if we take the people around Kanye. This is a huge resume builder for them. Just, just being involved in this Kanye church thing. I mean, you're putting together a church. You're putting together a tour. You're doing live concerts. You're doing uh, arena concerts. You're, you're doing TV. You're doing fashion. You, did you peep the fashion show in the middle of the opera or at the <laughs> end of the opera? Like he put on a fashion show at the end of the opera, like real slick. Like, um, they're part of a fashion. They're part of uh, an opera. It like So their resume, putting that as music and dance, their resumes dealing with celebrities are growing really fast with just this one project. And he's providing jobs for people. He got he got a reparations check off of Joel Osteen for 300K. Yeah. You know, and people are like, oh, look, Kanye got 300K. I'm like, yo, the choir can't eat. <laughs> Yo, did you see how many people was on this stage? There Which one? Niggas up there, man. He paid all them, them people getting paid. Oh yeah, on the opera. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of people that get an opportunity. So when people were talking about, you know, what Kanye is doing, I'm like, just them hundred people he go around the world with is a lot. Yeah. You know, each one of those individuals after they're done with this is going to be able to provide ten jobs. There's a thousand jobs Kanye's created just by this tour alone. You know, these people are going to grow up and they're going to be business owners and hiring other people for work. This is huge, man. Yeah, shout out Kanye. Um, album's doing well. Um, yeah. Ilhan. They, they, they're accusing Ilhan of being an agent, man. They're saying she got Qatar ties. 
Didn't we say that like a 20 episodes ago? <laughs> well, we said she's working for somebody. I don't know. We said Qatar. She's no, we didn't say Qatar. <laughs> you know who? <laughs> you know who 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 defected to Qatar? Who? Clockboy. Oh, that's right. And remember, I was like, yo, that was a little bit of an agent type move. Yeah. He, he had the fake bomb, and then Obama gave him an award. Next, you know, him and his dad bounced to Qatar, but his dad was cool with nationals in Qatar. Um, in fact, I remember uh, was it Cernovich that did a doctor documentary on Qatar corruption? Too, there's too many. There's too many uh, connections there, man. Where's where this heat coming from for for Qatar? You know. Uh, <laughs> 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 A little bit of a smoke screen. <laughs> it definitely is. I, I that definitely is. I, I don't know. What's your take on Ilhan? I don't know. Um, she definitely could be. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to go as far as say she's a foreign agent. Um, I think definitely somebody could have placed her there. Um, but for who? If that's the big question. Is this? Is this Saudi Saudi money, you know, that funded her to get over and put her? Is this a, a Saudi House of Representatives spot? I don't know. She because she don't really like if she's supposed to be anti this and that, she really doesn't go hard enough against them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, so I'm like, she don't really go hard against Bibi and them. Yeah. Like she's accused of being. They act like she's. The second coming of Dr. Khalid. But she's not. You know what I'm saying? That's the disconnect. You know, like, like if she was she's not even the second coming of Cynthia McKinney. Right. She would keep it real. That's where I'm like, I don't I don't I I think um I don't know. They're trying to they're trying to prep. Um if, I want to go if I go deep dive, I'm like they will. They want to make Muslim Islam a more um, a prominent religion worldwide, you know, especially in America. So I think they had to prep. They got to start putting people in high positions, like Ilhan. You know what I mean? So to get the, the public ready, you know. So um, I don't know. yeah, it's, it's it's a deep dive. I'm not too sure about this 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 story though. I think uh, this is more disinfo because. You know, just like um, that that bar fight. No, it's, you see that the, the white girls got washed up at, at, at the New York uh, club, and everybody's calling it a hate crime. Nah, bro. The bar fight. <laughs> like, I guess they try to go back in the bar, right? Uh huh. And I guess they pushing and shoving, and you know, fifteen shine. They they, they hopped on her, hopped on the, the actress. They beat her up. <laughs> now they're because they're saying, oh, they were saying these white. White MRFers, bam, bam, bam. So it's so supposed to be a hate crime. I'm like, it's a bar fight, man. Like they're 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 they published this. So y'all that think that um, you know that you know uh, for they published that. So all y'all that that say, oh man, they're 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 getting us white people out of here and shit like that. They want to put that fear in y'all and shit, so y'all can have something to, to cry about and shit like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, even if they said if it was the reverse, I'm like, that's not a hate crime. If the white, if the white folks was beating someone, shine a black folks' ass, they like, you black, like, it's a fight. 
You know, they didn't go with the intention of, oh, I'm going to beat some white folks up night or I'm going to beat some black folks up night. It's an incident at a club. Like, I've been in clubs, a man bumped this bull by accident. He didn't say, excuse me. They followed the bathroom, broke, busted his nose. We come out the club. They got the Mac 10. <laughs> <laughs> we almost got killed over a bump. Uh. That's what happens in these clubs. You know? Yeah. That's why I don't go invest with them shots. They're going to come back and shoot shit up. Yes, I, I, I don't know. I, I think this is just like just I think this is just news to keep everybody like to make Ilhan Omar public enemy number one. Okay, I can see that. So her election reminds me of AOC. AOC is definitely propped up. Uh, people paid for her campaign, coached her through a campaign, created the content for her campaign to get her elected. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely plausible to say that uh, Ilhan has done the same thing and is being propped up and funded. Uh, we do know she was uh, Muslim Brotherhood. So she down with the gang gang. <laughs> uh, we got her mug shots. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so we already know how she banging. Uh, I was reading Times of Israel. Times of Israel said that Qatar said Ilhan Omar do something strange for a piece of change. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. They said uh, she likes sex and money. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's what Qatar says. They said, you know, because of her ties to the Muslim Brotherhood or whatever, her, you know, she's a black Somali. But uh, they said she wasn't even interested in running. But when they showed her that money, she said, you know what? I'll do it. Cut the check. That's what Qatar said. I believe it. I believe it. I believe uh, she was paid to take that job because you could tell she don't really want that job. All she do is complain. She always angry. But um. I knew she was a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she. I told you that was my boo too, right? I told you no. that. That's my boo. I like Elhan. She's cute. She's a cute little African girl, East African girl. Them East Africans, man. She cute. That's Bay. She a little crazy though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You do her wrong, you might end up with a bomb underneath your bed. <laughs> That was racist. <laughs> That's wild, man. You want to read Super Chats? Oh, no. Go ahead. You going to read them? Where we at? Uh, Black Mountain Hotel. I'm on a job, so I have y'all on my ear. Respect to the gods. Peace, peace. John Lemley, $5. He says, people are mad at Chick-fil-A, made a business decision, even though they didn't do enough to support them when, they were, when their founder was alive. Uh-oh. Talk about it, John. Javon Smiley says, Joe Snowman Biden. <laughs> Hotel Augustine Bluebird got that Rothschild money. I see it. Shh. <laughs> Brody McFarlane. If they convince us Obama is conservative, then they don't seem so liberal. Bingo. Mary O'Donnell, what's up, Mary? Maul the week. 
more of the month, more of the year. Showing some love early for Hoteps in case I got to cut out early this mall. Still got cooking to do. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> Ladies, if you ain't cooking right now, there's something wrong. I know, man. If you not, if you ain't prepping no food right now, there's something wrong with y'all. Turn this off right now. Get your ass in that kitchen. <laughs> you guys and all here, have a great day tomorrow. Thanks for all the great shows. Happy Thanksgiving, Mary. We appreciate you. Um... Hotel Augustine, Elhan is a high-ranking IDF. I see behind the curtains. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You John Lemley, Elhan is <laughs> They put her in place to be a token anti-Semite, so no valid points our greatest ally ever brought up. God damn, John, don't tell nobody that at your college. <laughs> you plan on graduating on time. That's kind of my position on that. I think she's kind of a phony. Uh, a phony. Yeah, I can see that. Aztec, listening 15 minutes behind, but happy holidays, hoteps, or whatever you want to call it. Ha, ha, ha. Appreciate you, homie. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Black Mountain Hotep, he said, ain't no hate crime when them ramen noodles whooping the cottas, when the orientals whooping the cottas. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. You know, it's never yeah. that. It's just a fight, right? It's just getting your ass whooped at that point. Ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they the hit crowd when they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, speaking, you know, um, the motherland, they out here taking bleach baths, man. Did you know it got to this far? Yo, I couldn't even finish watching that video. <laughs> what? I was like, what the hell is this, man? It made me sick to my... It the blackness right off you. <laughs> it came right off. Like, it, it literally made me nauseous to watch it. I was like, is her skin falling off? Like, are they really peeling off skin? Like, what is happening there? Because she was scrubbing, and that lady went from black to white. And she was just laid up there like a goddamn sea world well in a bathtub. It was a big John, too. Big thick John. <laughs> I was like, God damn. You need you needed to be working out, not getting your skin bleached. Or maybe if you did a couple of squats and some sit-ups, you wouldn't need the skin bleach, and somebody might like your ugly ass. <laughs> so they yeah, they got a bath now to give you the Sammy Sosa. That's I don't That's know why. People... I never, I never really. Man, who's inventing this shit, man? Is it the white man or the black? <laughs> I hate to say we're using black ingenuity to figure out ways we can get whiter. Is this what really what we doing, man? Yo, I don't know who's responsible for that chemical mixture, but I know who's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> It's my cousins across the motherfucker ocean. I don't know why they don't love being a they black self. They want to be light skinned, bad as hell. I blame Beyonce. <laughs> you gotta blame Beyonce. Everybody want to look like Beyonce. Nobody want to look like Lupita. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
I'm tired of this colorism debate, man. Like, because I don't know, I've been dark skinned all my life, and you know, I've never seen so many um, dark skinned people complain about their tone. You know, uh, it's majority women more, but whatever happened to blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice? I don't even hear that. And it's like if people all oh, man they're they're choosing these lights all over us and blah 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 like shut the hell up man like when I hear this bullshit like that's just y'all making it worse man I think that complaining um contributes to people like well if I can't beat these light skimmer oh I can't beat them join them I'm gonna dip in this bleach bath. You gotta stop that shit, man. You gotta stop complaining about what Hollywood does and what if the people are what people want to date and all that other junk, man. Just stop it because you're you're hurting everybody else to me. Yeah, yeah. It's it was really hard to watch because I couldn't tell if that was skin falling off, and it just really made me nauseous. Like sit to my stomach to sit there and watch them scrub the black skin off their body your mother ever tell you i beat the black off you <laughs> <laughs> they got something for you there <laughs> <laughs> well now it's possible <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible man this is <sighs> That's why I study history, man. That's why it's so important to study history because I'm trying to find out where did we go wrong. God <laughs> <And laughs> oh, damn. So much to study, man. And then I guess it's a good time to, to roll into the Patrick Patterson comment on the black woman. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Patrick Patterson said, you know, they criticize him for having his white woman. They said he's well. He said black women are bulldogs. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't. He was talking to a particular woman. He wasn't saying all black women are bulldogs. The one that was in his mentions, he was saying looked like a bulldog. He said, "What do you want me to do? Date a bulldog?" <laughs> <laughs> so here's where he went wrong. Black women are not bulldogs. They're pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Doberman pinches, Rottweilers. <laughs> no, <man>, stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bulldogs. They're saying bulldogs are ugly. Pits, Rottweilers, Dobermans, those are pretty dogs. But they'll bite your ass off. A black woman will bite your ass off. So, yeah, you know, a black woman got a little bit more spice to it than everybody else. You know, they got a little more bite. You know, not everybody got time for that. The thing is that bite, that bite is perceived as being masculine. And men really don't want to deal with a masculine woman. They like their women dainty and feminine. I don't know. What do you think about the situation? 
one, he's a fucking idiot for responding to people, arguing with people on Instagram. I, Facts. I happened a while ago, but like, if I'm an NBA player, I'm not arguing with with people who are at, over who I date or who I'm marrying, whatever. Um, that's number one. You know, I, I think I'd have better things to do with my time. Um, but this just shows, you know, you know what? I, I always say that, you know, black women are more, um, they're more cohesive. They're more, they'll stick together more than black men, you know? Um, so when they start to see, you know, you know, high profile black athletes, you know, dating whoever, that's, that should be, they, I think they consider, they would look at that and consider, hey, that's some of the resources we should be having and we're letting them walk out the door. You know, so I don't, I, I mean, I don't really actually blame them for doing that. You know, I mean, that's probably smart of them for doing it. You know, but as a, as a man, you can't sit there and argue with women. <laughs> You're just making yourself look dumb. And now you got to sit there and apologize, and, and people look at you like, oh, man, you people call it all types of um, coon and all this. <laughs> it was killing them. I was just like, man, this is just crazy. But That's why you needed the, the Kembe strategy, man. Block them hoes. You ain't got to worry about saying something stupid. So I be blocking people, man. You don't get, You don't deserve to interact with me. You don't deserve to see my timeline anymore. Block. I'm not arguing with you. What I like arguing with you. I ain't wanna argue with my woman. I'm gonna argue with you. How many you have blocked, man? Uh <laughs> thirty thousand. Seriously? Thirteen thousand. Damn, I don't know you blocked that many. Let me see. How many do I got? Setting the privacy account, privacy and safety. Uh, blocked accounts. I'm sitting at right now. Uh, won't give me a total on web view. Um, damn, I'm looking at some of the people I got blocked now. It's a hundred dollars in case anybody's wondering. It's a hundred dollars, hundred and seven dollars, uh, in Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin Cash paid to uh, Uncle Hotep. I have uh, 12,000 blocked accounts. <laughs> 12,102. Block the counts. They start biting your way. Like, I'm going to start bot people at Hotel Jesus. I'm like, I got people fucking biting there. Taking it away, man. Who was doing that? I don't know. So I seen somebody say that in uh, after I started doing the block method by Hotel Jesus. I'm like, this for a Yo. Hotels don't ride ways, we create them. Right. Just say, somebody getting on your nerves, block their ass. You know what I'm saying? That's also my trick to not getting suspended. People don't realize that. Yeah, I started doing that too, man. Like some of the people that, that came in and mentioned talking crazy, I'm like, blip. <laughs> yeah. I seen this one girl, she, her bio said trans, she had a rainbow. I didn't even wait for her to tweet me. I just said, black. <laughs> All he did was follow me. Nope, I ain't taking no chance. You ain't about to report nothing over here. Yeah, because they can't see your, your thing. Right. And, and there's so many burner accounts, man. I'm like, it's ridiculous, man. Like, maybe too. Like, 
start November 2019. I'm like, hey, you got one follower, and then you're here and you're in my mentions talking a whole bunch of bullshit. CIA, FBI, please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, if you look at a lot of the accounts I block, you see that it's it's those types, you know what I mean? Where it's not a lot of following, it's probably a burner account, you know. Um I had one dude, he uh, created a new account just to talk shit. He named it after me and everything. I blocked that one, too. <laughs> uh, um, but a lot. another thing people don't realize is uh, we went to war with the left before getting banned was a thing. Yeah. We had a real, like, we went to war. <laughs> we had a war. Hoteps versus the black left. Yeah. And one day we went viral. Well, I went viral because of DeRay. Remember I was talking to DeRay about using his Dove soap? Yeah, I remember that. And the whole black Twitter attacked me over one comment. I said, yo, you know he ain't about black power because he ain't got no black soap. Because <laughs> he promoting Dove soap. And a lot of people didn't get what I was saying, but soap is something that black people make. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could always find a black soap lady. You know what I mean? So it's like the fact that you out here promoting Dove, like it's just the the greatest thing ever, was just like weird to me. After yeah. you just complained about white people, yeah, he was proud, like oh, I got some Dove, so. like he was happy he got some Dove. So I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you just got finished talking about how evil the white man is and whiteness. Here you go with your white bar soup. So I was just like, so I said something, then the black left, like all the black Twitter attacked me. So. I'm blocked by most of the black left. Bree Newsom, the girl that climbed the pole, got me blocked. A lot of these people got me blocked. So the people that's doing all this snitching, I'm safe. We didn't. I didn't fought the war. A lot of y'all conservatives was late to the war, man. We was on the front lines early. So what y'all seeing is is leftovers from y'all. Y'all dealing with our leftovers, really? Because we was the ones telling y'all, yo, the LGBT agenda coming. Then we tell them. Yeah, we've been told that. <laughs> That's the reason we got called hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why. Thank you. <laughs> so that's why that happened. Anything else happened this week? Um John Lemley, if Biden already bought and pay for Jeezy cosign. Who's going to try and get Gucci or Pusha T endorsement? I don't think Pusha T got enough social currency. Gucci he might. Was, he was with uh, Hillary too, man. Pusha? <laughs> yeah. Did he? Yeah, last year. Oh, he, he got his reparations. Yeah, Pusha. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He president of good music. I'm tripping. Yeah. Uh, Hotep Augustine, white folks sunbathing their perennial ass as the newest form of stress relief. So let's talk about that. What? All right. So on Joe Rogan, I talked about reading the Tao, and that's actually a Tao technique. The sun is the sun is uh, sunlight is a disinfectant. If you put something in the sunlight, it'll disinfect whatever you put in direct sunlight. Um, for example, if you have a, have a, a sore throat, you should, uh, only consume water and, uh, go outside and put, open your mouth up and, and get sunlight to the back of your throat and it'll start disinfecting your throat. Um, you know, sunlight period is a healer. So, uh, 
when people saw these people pulling their ass out and getting sunlight on their ass, a lot of people found it strange, you know, but for people like me who do a lot of research and reading, it wasn't strange at all. It was quite normal. I think it's abnormal that people don't do it more than it is people do do it just because of the science behind it. Right. It's like saying uh, like the toilet isn't even conducive with taking a shit properly. Um, it, it backs up your colon because it puts your legs uh, in a 90 degree angle to the ground when you should be more in a squatting position. So you should put like a stool underneath your legs to help the poop come out easier. It's like laying down to deliver a baby. It makes no sense when you should be squatting to have the baby and letting gravity work with you, letting the baby fall into the pool of water. So there's a lot of things that Western civilization has forgotten or never had knowledge of that the ancient world was privy to, you know? So back then you didn't have baby wipes and disinfectant, but you had the sun. So you go in the backyard, after you take your shit, pop your ass up in the air and get some sunlight on your asshole for five minutes. <laughs> Disinfect your ass. You know what I mean? The sun rays and shit. Yeah. Everybody put their ass to the sun. Wash your ass. That's why they call it sunbathing. Because the sun will clean you. You see what I'm saying? Now, there's another practice that's very ancient, and it's the practice of eating bugs. And a lot of people are saying, oh, my God, I'm not eating bugs. This is some vegan shit. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, all right, well, again, as somebody who loves to research and read, I find this thing to be probably makes more sense to eat bugs, right? Especially when you're talking about the possibility of a dystopian future, especially when you're talking about being uh, self-sufficient, being able to sustain a community. It's much easier to raise a bunch of bugs because they multiply so fast than it is to rear cattle and these other things. I think the point of rearing cattle is probably to help you sow the land, not so much to kill the cattle and eat the cattle. The horse is great for transportation and keeping the grass low because they eat the grass. So that was your original lawnmower was the cattle. And the and the and the and the horse and the chicken for your eggs. But bugs are very much, you know, white folks always talk about, especially these uh fitness gurus and these red meat eating gurus, they always talk about oh protein, protein, protein. And the truth is, man, you make one of these fucking insect burgers, they got 10 times the protein than your steak burger does, you know. Then you go look at African tribes. They collect mosquitoes into this uh, into this uh, net, and then they uh, turn the, the the batch of mosquitoes into mosquito burgers, and they eat the mosquito burgers, and they're sustaining themselves off of this. So it's actually uh, more biofavorable than to go uh, killing a whole bunch of animals out here. You know, there's a lot of things. And that's why I love studying history and antiquity so much, because uh, things that people find that are new are actually really, really old. You know. Um, But, yeah, it's going to look strange. Yeah. Eating bugs sounds strange. Is Hotep Jesus eating bugs? Nah, I'm not. 
I'm definitely not. But I tell you, you, know, uh, you never ate a cricket. I never I had cricket. crickets before, like them chocolate crickets, right? Yeah, yeah. I never had one before, you know. But that shit was dead. I didn't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting with the textures and all of that. Yeah. But I remember. Uh, Right when I left 50 and I was going um, super hotep and I was on my vegan tip and eating healthy and all of that. And I was doing marketing. I had just opened up my marketing consultant agency and I said, I really just want to market whole foods. You know, I want to market things that are good for people. You know, I just spent all this time marketing caffeine to people. I wanted to do something that was good for people, you know, so. I remember specifically going to uh, angel.co. I don't know if people are familiar with that website, but I operate off of that website, angel.co, and you'll see a lot of startups there. So, uh, you know, I'll do it right now. So I'll just type in insect food and um, several startups come up. But I did this a few years ago. Oh, here's the company I saw. And I used to apply for jobs at these places. I never actually got a job. Um, But uh, like they have this one thing here called uh, EXO. EXO and they uh, sell uh, insect protein. Um, but this is something I had understood for myself to be a potential future. And I was trying to hop on it before it became a thing. You know what I mean? So if I go to exoprotein.com, they got a, a cricket protein bar. <laughs> we just talk about that, right? Yeah. Um, so these guys are cultivating crickets for their protein. Now, the funny thing about this is you're never going to even taste this animal. You're not going to have to deal with the textures of this animal. It's no different than saying, hey, I'm having a whey protein bar. You don't taste cow in a whey protein bar. You're not going to taste a cricket in a protein bar. You're going to taste the chocolate or whatever else they put, the peanut butter and jelly, banana, you know, the other flavors that they put into these things are what you're actually going to taste. Um, but I want to actually see what their nutritional values here for this thing. Um, let's see. I'm gonna pull up this one here, and they selling too. You can see the reviews. This shit is selling. No wheat, no soy, egg, or ingredients. Calls it a a, a clean protein. Sixty pounds of. Uh, Cricket protein. Oh, so they're talking about the efficiency. So it says crickets require only a tiny fraction of the water that cows do to make the same amount of protein. You know, so. Save the environment. Yeah. You know, this, this, like, like all those Greta Thornburg kids, you know, that's where people been talking about. Oh, they're trying to make us eat bugs. They're trying to make us eat bugs. But, you know, those people that, that really uh, ate up the climate change and we got to do something about it you know they're gonna some of them are gonna be like hey man i don't want to eat cows and shit i want to eat some bugs man give me a cricket burger yeah yeah i think i think the problem with the greta thing is all the other bureaucracy that she's trying to bring into the forefront along with the solutions like i remember one time she said oh we shouldn't be invested in tech companies in these uh geotech companies or something like that I was like, no, that's exactly what we need to do. These are the people that are researching, you know, eating crickets. You know, this is exactly who we need uh, involved in this conversation. 
I don't see the um the grand protein. But you know, people like her are definitely bringing in uh some uh BS, I should say. Uh along see the thing is in order to pass a lie, you gotta tell a little bit of truth. Right. You know, so people attack the they'll attack the whole ideology and then throw out the crickets along with all the good stuff. And that's kind of like why I say it's so important for us to do our own studies because you will be lost out here. Um, actually, I found it on Amazon. I had to go to Amazon. So this one bar has 10 grams of protein, uh, of cricket uh, protein. And the truth is your body's actually going to digest this a lot easier than it will uh, animal protein. And it's a different type of protein too. Um, so yeah, you know, you know, I just, I just, it implore, I implore, it implores people to make sure that they uh, research everything about these topics because the left and the right are both playing us, you know. So they'll shut out the topic of putting your ass to the sun and eating crickets, you know, when actually that's an ancient practice and a good practice and something that could be healthy for you and something that you might need to study on, you know, just because they got beef with Greta, you know? So educate yourself out here, folks, continue to study. Otherwise this stuff is all going to look strange to you, but we do, we we're we're definitely headed for a future where bugs are a food. I think we saw it in total recall. I think in total recall, they was eating bugs. I'm not sure, but you see it in, in a lot of the futuristic movies. They talk about eating bugs. But I mean, technically, that's you know, I believe that's that's definitely a, a better source of protein for us um, than uh, than than to, than to be eating animals out here. It's got a good oh wow, it's got a little bit of iron, three milligrams of iron, sixty percent B12, calcium, potassium. So you're getting a lot of other things too that you're not gonna get from a steak. Um, but yeah, that's the future, people. Y'all better get used to it, man. Y'all better start go outside, grab grab a couple of crickets, throw it in your smoothie. You won't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, uh Hotep Augustine, white folks sunbathing their perineum ass as the newest form. A stress relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Inside for the ages, love you guys. Want to let you know about my GoFundMe for a YouTube alternative. Search YouTube Killer on GoFundMe. I want to start the dialogue. I put some ideas on there. All right, I can get behind that. That's dope. I found out what that racist comment was. It was Anna Navarro that got attacked this week. Oh. What did she say? Because she was talking about uh oh, right. She refuted the the possibilities of the black American um support for Trump being at 34%. So people said she was racist. I thought that was a reach. Like Dave, I see Dave Rubin here. He goes, Anna Navarro sure doesn't like black people who think differently than she wants them to. And she has the nerve to call me racist a few weeks ago. Dave Rubin, you are racist. Um <laughs> so let's read 35%, but it's definitely not. It's higher than 10. Like, if you just look online, 
you know, I know Twitter is not like what 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 it really is, but it's about like 10, 15 percent of black folks. Are well, let's look what Anna says. She says zero chance. This is accurate. Zero. The poll must have only been conducted in the homes of Ben Carson, Kanye, that sheriff guy with the hat and two cubic sarconium and polyester spandex ladies. <laughs> she talk about diamond and silk. <laughs> She called diamond cubic sarconium and she called silk polyester spandex. <laughs> they be killing them, man. Uh, I, I I wouldn't call that racist. Oh no, it's not. It's just it's jokes. It's jokes. And I, I really hate when white people speak for us to tell us when somebody else is being racist. That literally makes you racist. Don't speak up for us, Dave Rubin. Shut the fuck up. You 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 have no place to say when and where somebody's racist. And 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 while I'm feeling froggy, fuck you, Dave Rubin. How about that? <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say about that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't got anything else. <laughs> I was I, I watched I had my wife play Peter Pan for my daughter, and they got I don't know if you ever seen Peter Pan, but they got this Indian uh, scene. <laughs> I'm like, what the? Hell? I then took a double take. I'm like, whoa! And I'm like, you know, it was a shock. I remember when Disney Plus had put out this thing like some of these old movies have old racial stereotypes. Uh oh. <laughs> but they said. Yo, man, they you just gotta see it, man. I, I'm like, I'm shocked that people weren't more upset about it. I, I even went online and searched about Peter Pan, and some people were saying, "Oh, I can't play that in my house anymore." Oh, I saw that. I'm like, what? I mean, this had like stereotypical, like all the Indians had like literally red face on, like it's like they all look like the Redskins character. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like because you know uh, um uh, what's his name Kevin Hart he, he's you know his his son wanted to play Cowboys and Indians you know for his birthday like his sixth birthday and he put them pictures on they killed him. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is like y'all don't even know an Indian a Native American in your entire life right like I work no I I. I was in the Air Force. I knew one, and when uh, I, I used to work with a guy on a help desk, was a Native American, and that's it. You know what I mean? I didn't really never talk to him about it or anything like that. But y'all don't even know any Native Americans and shit like that. Y'all want to sit there and fucking virtue signal about shit, just like Anna. It's like, how many black people do you know, Anna? Really? <laughs> Is there any in your neighborhood, Anna? <laughs> not <laughs> but they always want to talk about you know this is racism like it don't even concern you shut the hell up yeah 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 i i think i think racist shit just needs to be uh put into context you know we we watch racist shit all the time in my house like dragon ball z got mr popo looking like you right. know got mr popo looking like blackface like sambo <laughs> out here Yo, when I saw Mr. Pope, I started dying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he got the Sambo look. You gotta, 
And yeah. the thing is, you know, black people love Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, yeah, I was, like, we... I was like, they got that shit off too. I was like, but you know, I heard, you know, the Japanese have, you know, they just they view shit different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, Dragon Ball Z is really old. Those Mr. Popo sketches are really old. It goes back to a time when Disney was doing, you know, uh, their Sambo stuff. That shit was common in Hollywood. So Japan just copying, really. Right. <laughs> you know, they didn't create that. Hollywood created that shit. Um, so I really don't put too much onus on it, but I I did take the moment to teach my kids the the, the lesson about Sambo and all of that. You know, um, I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a funny place in America we are right now, man. And um, it is, man. It's like I don't know what what the hell is going on. It's just like I don't know. It's <laughs> They're making a drastic change, you know, and you know that they're trying to shoehorn diversity and everything, and shoehorn, you know, uh, different cultures into this one quote-unquote melting pot. And uh, it's like we're, we're a real live experiment, you know, in nation building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, because this this wasn't happening in, in other parts of the world. Now you see how they're trying to put. There's they're sending Africans everywhere in Europe and shit like that. So oh, yeah. you know, this is probably that was probably some of the stuff they learned in America, you know. But well, the thing is, if you ever look at Germany, man, and their history, mass immigration is a war tactic. And the thing is, people think white people run Europe. White people haven't run Europe since before America became a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, white people haven't run Europe for centuries, and and mass immigration is definitely a tactic to uh, dissolve borders and uh, and create this new world order, like Alice Jones has been warning us about. Hey, we forgot about you know they charged those two black correctional officers. <laughs> oh, word! We gotta talk about that. You know, this is something that, like, I was trying to explain to people. You can set people up without them even knowing. Like, you've got two officers that work a lot of overtime. And when you work a lot of overtime in jail, you got to catch naps in a jail because you got to work a whole shit. Like, I, I used to go in for eight. If I pulled a double, you had to do 16 hours, dog. And then that's yeah. a lot of time to be at, at work, you know. So say if you're just scheduling the, the assignments – you know, these two people over time, you know, they'll probably try to get some sleep at night. Hey, they'll be like, hey, I got this easy job for you. you go down to the uh, to the wing where Epstein's at. Don't worry about it. And, and, and y'all take it out. They pistol whip. Their, they don't even do their checks. Bam, bam, do kill himself or get killed, whatever, whatever they did. You know, and that's that. And then they got the fall guy. The fall guy don't even know they're the fall guy. They just was trying to get some overtime. White man, I keep trying to tell these black folks, man, the white man slick. You gotta be on your P's and Q's, man. If you knew Epstein was in there, I'm fucking my eyes would be like this. I'm like, <laughs> nah, I'm good. Somebody else take that shit. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that like, weren't they like temporary guards? They weren't even the permanent guards for that shift. No, they were overtimers. They like they weren't. No, I don't think that was their shift, but that they were working overtime. Oh, okay. But that was their was that their facility though. 
I think it was their facility. Okay, think, all right. Yeah. Got yeah. you. But they're working overtime. Yeah. Mm. They got set up mean. <laughs> they got set up mean. And we said in the past episode they was gonna black folks is gonna go down for this shit. <laughs> a whole bunch of motherfuckers get traffic. Black little girls get traffic. The only people that go to jail is black people. That's the shit I be talking about. I remember one time this white man set me up. His name is Mike. If I could remember his last name, I'd say it right here on his live. So when y'all see him in real life, y'all could cuss him out for me. Can't remember his name. Italian dude. I was working at the Cheesecake Factory. And at the time when I was working at Cheesecake Factory, my record there was flawless. Never had an issue. Never had a problem. Right. I showed up early to my shifts. I was taking other people's shifts. I was doing my thing. I was 19 years old. And uh, I had worked with this guy, Mike. Uh, at Lone Star when I was about 16 years old and he got fired for sexual harassment messing with one of the young girls. She was like 16. This dude was like well until his 30s. So he got fired for sexual assault on a minor. Right? Yeah. I ended up working another job in between then and there and he was there and uh, he got fired from that job for something similar. Sexual assault on the job. Now, I was at Cheesecake Factory. I had worked there before him. So he got hired as a new manager. Me and him locked eyes. And Cheesecake Factory is a real good job. You know, they be giving managers cars over there. They give you BMW once you're the GM. Right. So me and him locked eyes. He nodded at me. I nodded at him. We kept it moving. We ain't say much. Don't you know I showed up for work on Wednesday? They said, yo, you're fired. I said, for what? They said, no call, no show. I said, I'm never on the on a thing on Wednesdays. Also, I always uh, keep a copy of my schedule. Don't you know he went and changed the schedule right. after hours and got me fired, dog? I was like, oh, wow. So this is just show you like how easy it is for somebody in upper management to move things around to frame people and get people in trouble. And that's what I think happened here with the Epstein thing. These people were set up to take the fall. A guy like Epstein, high profile like that, you don't even put overtime people on that. No, I wouldn't. You, you got to have fresh minds, fresh eyes, rotating, maybe four hours a shift. Fresh. And two at a time, too. I have a guy sitting outside the door. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not buying this. Where's the tape? Did we ever get the tape? The jail's got tapes. Oh, they said, all right, the, the camera was broken. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Quiet Brian, even Pokemon got a handful of racist stereotypes. Does it? Damn. Y'all gonna have to school me to the racist one so I can show my kids. They all into that. He just got a pack of Pokemon today. Yeah. Well, happy Thanksgiving, man. Hope you don't get too full on that on them um them uh tails, man. Hey, I'm picking out. <laughs> I'm picking out starting from tonight. I'm about to go and see in there what they got cooked up now. She in there talking to grandma now. I'm about to go get me something. Um but yeah, yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for everybody that putting the reviews on Apple. We got some reviews that got that nasty one pushed down, pushed down the list a little bit. But thanks for everybody uh, leaving reviews on iTunes. Please uh, leave reviews and uh, please share. Thanks everybody in the chat. Hope everybody in the chat have a happy Thanksgiving. 
Please buy a hotel. Please buy a gear store envy. You know, um, Patreon. Join the Patreon. We'll have info first information on HotepCon. Right. Thank you. I was gonna say that. Yeah. If you want advanced tickets, the first tickets is going through the Patreon. So you gotta be on the Patreon. It's at least a dollar to reserve your spot. Only Patreon people are gonna have access. If the tickets sell out through our patrons on Patreon, then we're not even gonna put them on Twitter, dog. You know, but if you want to reserve your spot, VIP tickets, etc., patreon.com slash hotep nation to reserve your spot. DC in May is the is May. I, I don't know the dates yet, but it's May in DC 2020. And um, I got I got Vegas locked down too, maybe next year, maybe the year after, but definitely next May, DC. Um it's gonna be wild. The first one's gonna be wild. Yeah, that's all I got, man. All right, y'all. See you next week, man. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. You too, man. New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told.
it's a must that I come through like a muscle when I bust a rhyme. Come true like the pillars of the justice five. Show killers of the culture that it's judgment time. Yes, yeah, judgment time. I come through just to kill them all. And you can call me a criminal. I'm a spiritual individual. Certified with my energy and let them know. When a brother talks shit, I ain't letting it go. I think about it in my head, I should be letting it blow. Light them up like Christmas, letting it glow. Man, really got to me and I'm letting it show. So, I gotta calm down. Hammer in my hand, put my arm down. Like, fuck it, I'ma show them who we are now. Man, coming like Scarface, about to bring a beef in the arms house. Vocab, we've been letting it go. Uzi style lyrics, I'll be letting it flow. If a brother got a problem, should be letting it known. Instead of hiding in your home and talking shit on the low. When he knows that. He would catch a beating with a crowbar Then the man would go home and they roll tracks Talk about how your pussy got cold chat But no act, no action when we step in the booth On fire like the twins at the top of the roof No, this is just speaking the truth Who hotter than Metropolis? Nobody got the kind of shit that we do Know your mum or your mama's crew uh, Lay back then relax to the sound of the truth Us man killing this shit So here's one for them and here's one for you But I kill everything Haters run up on me and I let them bang You ain't never heard nobody better Cat Cali dreaming, plotting and scheming. Give me a reason. Dropping the pack in the back, then I'm leaving. Skunk number one, we breathing. Smoking my blood when I'm bleeding. Red eyed like a demon. Coop the same color as semen. I be on fire, they're steaming. Trying to touch me, they're dreaming. I just wanna hear the crowd screaming without violence being the reason. You know my balance is even. Mid midfield like Steven. Oh, what a beautiful evening. Empty in my system. Push push gas like pistons. If they was on it, I missed them. Fresh as a suit from Christian. I got these man crossed like Christians. All I ever do is share wisdom. But I'm a two fate to the system. All of my bars go over your head. I got them stuck in the prison. Guess we don't share the same vision. So I move solo on my mission. Ask anyone that's with me. There's a lot of people that isn't. They the ones who wanna throw hate, can't stand me. Cause I'm too great. Talk shit, get banged out straight. Talk slick, get switched up eight. I don't know what I did in my past life, but haters wanna hate. So I guess I got a blast eye. So I guess I got a blast eye. Then I kill everything. Haters run up on me and I let them bang. You ain't never heard nobody better, man. It's a must that I kill everything. Haters run up on me and I let them bang. You ain't never heard nobody better, man. It's a must that I kill everything. Haters run up on me and I let them bang. You ain't never heard nobody better, man. It's a must that I kill everything. Haters run up on me and I let them bang. You ain't never heard nobody better, man. Yeah.